Welcome to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast, a community for women who love God and want to thrive as joyful lifestyle entrepreneurs. Your adventure starts now. Here's your host, Ann McDonald. Welcome, Kingdom Masterminders. This is Ann McDonald, and welcome to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast. The rest of my life is the best of my life, and the best of my life is the rest of my life, and everything I touch turns to gold. <laughs> That's something that we actually say around here a lot. I know, I know, it sounds kind of goofy when you first hear it, but let me tell you something, guys. When I first started saying that, it, I could barely say it with a straight face. There was absolutely no part of me that either believed it or thought it was worthy to say. But after about six months, I finally started to connect. And when we started putting this Kingdom Mastermind podcast together, I thought, you know, one of the things that we forget is how our words matter. How are we going to build? How are we going to bring hope to a hurting world? How are we actually going to fulfill the call in our life if we don't get a hold of our words? And the first place we have to start is with those words that we kind of do the eye roll on. All right. So uh, we're going to try to start that, start the podcast with one of these pithy sayings, as one of my coaches calls it, a pithy saying that uh, we just get used to rolling off the, the tongue so that we can start to actually believe and then behave from that belief. All right. What are we going to cover today? Well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to give a big thank you to our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with the first episode. Are you or someone you know headed to Redding, California's Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry this fall? School year term, fully furnished, three-bedroom student housing rentals are available now from King's Cottages, Redding. Homes are close to campus and turnkey down to the silverware. Good for a whole family or rented by the room for a group of students. Friends and family will be overjoyed knowing you are in great neighborhoods and safe in a King's Cottages Reading home. Visit www.kingscottagesreading.com for more information. Make sure to join the email list for exclusive updates and click on the student rental tab to see the home still available. Again, that's www.kingscottagesreading.com. The link will be available in the show notes as well. So my goal for the Kingdom Mastermind program was to create a program that I actually wish that I'd had a few years ago. So uh, what are we going to cover in this program? We're going to tackle those things that we actually need to build well as kingdom-minded women in the entrepreneurial space. And when I talk about entrepreneurial space, I'm talking vocational ministry platforms as well as traditional business platforms. One of the things I do is I work kind of behind the scenes in what people might call the seven mountains of influence, helping to create information product structures and prospering platforms, prospering enterprises. And I absolutely love it. So um, I am on a journey as well. There's, there's no uh, pontification going on here. I'm in the trenches with you. And this first podcast, one of the things I wanted to cover is what we call the big picture. There are a couple keys that I have noticed that when I made small changes to these key things, everything else changed for me. So this first podcast, we're going to cover three things that I got a hold of that Jesus actually did that made it possible for him in the natural, not as God, but in the natural to actually prosper and to finish his assignment well. All right. So that's what we're going to cover today. Three keys that we actually need. Big picture keys, simple keys to stay in hope, stay in peace and to finish. 
Wouldn't it be nice to stay in peace? Guys, I know there's just a lot going on in the world right now. And uh, when I thought about putting this podcast together, I'm like, well, what am I what am I going to do? What am I going to talk about? Well, I'm going to talk about the things that actually keep us in a place of building. You know, one of the things I think the enemy tries to do is to distract us off of our present assignment. So this is one of the things that I have found to be the most helpful. So what is it? All right. First, we've got to learn to finish. We have to learn to finish what we start. Now, I know if you're anything like I am, you're this major idea person. I mean, I actually wrote a book called Idea to Implementation, how to name your ideas so they know how to behave in the real world. I know what it's like to wake up with ideas, go to bed with ideas. Uh, We have this saying in our Kingdom Mastermind program that I actually work with people who carry multiples, right? Who carry multiple ideas. So the first thing we have to do is we actually have to value the finish. And a lot of times we we value the process, but we kind of disdain the finish. We're like, yeah, well, if our heart's right, if the process is right, if we're flowing with God, we don't really have to finish. And that's not actually true. So uh, when we look at the life of Jesus, he actually stepped into a specific period of time. And not only did he step in and flow with the Lord, but he actually finished his assignment. What does that look like practically for us as kingdom minded entrepreneurs, kingdom minded women who have a call to actually build and to bring something into the space? One of the things that I learned to do years ago was to organize my life and my business ventures into quarters, into 90 day increments. That took the pressure off. So the first thing, if you're taking notes, I want you to write down or just take a note or make a mental note of this or come back to this. Work in quarters, work in 90 day increments. Why? Because then you're not trying to fix the whole flipping world all at once. You're not even trying to bring your entire business into fruition, you know, all at once. It actually takes the pressure off. And once the pressure is off, then we can actually get into that space where we have more freedom, more, we're more creative with God. We actually, I think we can hear God better. So the first thing I want you to do is to just write down, I have permission to finish and I have permission to work in 90 day increments. That's the first thing. Jesus finished and uh, we got to learn to finish too. Okay. That's the first. What's the second? Ah. (laughs) this one is like, ah, all right. We actually have to only say what God is saying. Now, if you've been around the church at all, you were like, okay, well, I've heard that. It's like, whatever. And no, but I want to give you a specific twist on this. We're only going to say what God is saying. And then the third one, I'll tell you the third one right now. We're only going to do what God is doing and we're going to finish. Those are the three keys. All right. Let's, let's just get those out right now. What are the three keys we're going to talk about today? We're going to finish first. Okay. We're going to finish. We're going to work in 90 day increments and we're going to learn to finish stuff. But in order to finish stuff, we got to go back to one and two, which is say what God is saying, do what God is doing. All right. How do we do that? What, what are you flipping talking about? Okay. So hang with me. Let's go to heaven before Jesus came to the earth. Just we're just working in imagination here. We're just trying to get a little perspective on something because Jesus came to the earth. He did what God was doing. He said what God was saying, and he actually finished his assignment. So let's let's take a little liberty here and just kind of uh, paint the picture for a minute. Jesus is in heaven before he's, you know, before it's time for him to come to the earth. He knows what's coming. Scripture tells us he was crucified before the foundations of the earth were ever laid. So he knows what's coming. And God turns to him and says, hey, 
It's time. <laughs> Jesus is like, I mean, I don't know if it was, you know, I don't know. Uh, we're just taking a little liberty here to to uh, to help us learn how to say, do, and finish. Okay, so Jesus, I don't know. Maybe he was like, uh, you know, there's a lot going on down there right now. <laughs> You know, you've seen what the Romans are up to. You've seen what uh, what's going on with uh, the Nero's. I mean, there's, you know, could we could we maybe uh, not do this right now? Right. And uh, so God's like, no, it's it's time. It's, it's time to go. So Jesus is like, all right. So when he comes to the earth, this is this was kind of a, a humor thing that I got a hold of. It was like, well, when Jesus comes into his assignment on the earth, right, he's, he's going to be born. He's going to have a period of time and then he's going to go into this official ministry space for about three and a half years. And it occurred to me, he knows everything as God, right? He's like, I created this whole thing. Like, I, I, I'm acutely aware of what's going on in all of these different spheres of influence, if you will. And uh, he's got a specific assignment to a specific sphere for a specific time. So he's not going in checking the social media on, you know, what's going on uh, in the Roman times if it's not specifically part of his assignment. And I think a lot of times we forget that. We're like, well, yeah, Jesus only said what the father was saying and only did what the father was doing. And of course he finished. He's God. But here's the thing. Think about everything that he had to edit out and ignore as God in order to do that. And here's the thing. If God can do that, that Jesus did that, then we know as his sons and his daughters, sons and daughters of the living God, lovers of Jesus, that we have the ability to do the same thing. And so often we get distracted. So when I say to you for the next 90 days, you're going to say what God is saying and do what God is doing. We actually have to get to a place where we're comfortable with the edit. We got to get to a place where we're like, oh, I, I'm not actually checking my proverbial Roman times. I'm not actually checking the, the social media platforms of things that I am not called to. I'm looking straight at the heart of the father and straight to see what he's saying and what he's doing. And I'm only doing that. All right. We're going to tackle a little more. We're going to have a word, a thank you word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a way to create extra income from information with your heart-centered perspective? The Info to Income Challenge walks you through a simple seven-step playbook. Stop wasting time trying to figure all this out on your own. Join like-minded entrepreneurs from across the globe and fast-track your success. For over 12 years, I've created successful information product suites in several mountains of influence. I've had the honor of speaking on Lance Walnow's Seven Mountain Stage in Dallas, Texas. Be fruitful and multiply, Kingdom Entrepreneur, and learn from all my experience. Visit www.infotoincomechallenge.com today. Three keys to building well and to finishing. What are they? Well, first, we actually have to value the finish. I know that sounds silly, but we do. We actually have to believe that the finish is valuable. And I think a lot of times as believers in Jesus, we think the process is the whole gig. But here's the thing. Jesus actually finished what he was what he was assigned to do. He finished his job. So that's the first thing. We got to value the finish. The second thing is we actually have to say what God is saying and do what God is doing. Here's the kicker. We got to do it as us, right? We're not responsible for the whole world. The whole world is not our playing field. 
All right. You know, we may be called to big mountains of influence. Maybe you're called to the family mountain, the education mountain, the business mountain, the religion mountain, whatever, whatever mountain, arts and media, politics, government, all of it. You might be called to all of it. But if you can't finish, if we can't finish what's right in front of us, then we can't actually have the authority that God wants to give us when we move into a like a bigger position of influence. So that's why I wanted to talk about this first thing off, guys. Um, We have a Kingdom Mastermind program. uh, Right now, it's women only. We're working on the guys program. Um, But right now, one of the things that we're really focused on is working in 90 day increments and really valuing that finish, even in the small things. And that's why I wanted to bring this to you first, because I think these are the building blocks that we need in order to build in such a way that when stuff shakes, we remain. Scripture tells us that we are living stones, right? We're living stones that God is building into this holy habitation that at some point the kingdoms of, the kingdoms of our God will become the kingdoms of this world. And one of the things that I think we have to get used to, you know, I'm a builder by trade. I've been in the design industry for over 30 years. I, I build things. I build out ideas. I build out houses. I build out interiors and decorating. We've got holiday decor businesses. We got all these other things going going on in our life. But I think one of the biggest keys is that I came to a place where I had this come to Jesus moment of, I actually have to learn to value the finish. And if you are in the design trade or the building trade and you don't value the finish, what happens is you got a bunch of unfinished projects. So if you're, (laughs) let me ask you this question right now. You're at home. How many unfinished projects do you have right now? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I can ask the question because guys, I am a creative at heart, right? So when I'm working for other people, I finish stuff. But I had this come to Jesus moment with myself. I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah, I started that project. I did not finish. I started that project. I did not finish. I started that project and that project and that project and I did not finish. And for the longest time, I just blamed my creativity. I'm like, yeah, I'm a creative. (laughs) God's like, yeah, I'm a creative too. And I finish and yeah, ouch. (laughs) So don't tell me God doesn't have a sense of humor. Because when I got that kind of course correction, I'll call it, it wasn't in a mean way. It was like, yeah, I'm pretty creative too. And yeah, I created this whole thing. And uh, let's take a look at how much I finish. All right. So as we're kind of dealing with this big picture stuff today, I want to encourage us on this because I really do want to set the stage for us to learn how to build. One of the one of the calls on my life is to equip leaders of leaders of leaders. Yep. Leaders of leaders of leaders to build in the seven mountains of influence. It's to really equip and empower the build. Okay. Not always out in a big public way, but to get the houses in order, if you will. When I go into a situation, I'm really good at at seeing what needs to be put into order and then getting it executed. And so as we're going through each of these podcast episodes, everything that we're doing is designed to equip you to build. So you've got a God idea. Maybe you're sitting at home right now and you're like, Ann, I'm over 50. Well, guys, I'm over 50 and I have hope for the future. I have big hope. Why? Because I'm looking squarely in God's eyes and I'm seeing what he's doing and saying what he's saying. Hopefully I'm saying what he's saying. I mean, I know we get it wrong. Obviously we get it wrong from time to time, right? But we've got to have a heart turned towards hope. And one of the ways that we do that is we stay in our lane, 
Okay. One of my lanes is encouragement. One of my lanes is joy. One of my lanes is hope, right? If we don't have hope, we don't have encouragement. We don't have joy. What, what do we do? We wake up miserable every day and we're like, ah, well, I guess the whole thing's going to hell in a handbasket. We may as well just tap out. No. Okay. Jesus, when he was on his way to the cross, did not tap out. Okay. He wasn't filled with discouragement. The scripture actually tells it, it tells us it was for the joy set before him that he went to the cross, that he was able to endure it. All right. So what does that have to do with our three things? What do we have to do? How do we get a hold of this? Three things that we need to get a hold of. First, let's learn to value the finish, even in the small things right? All those unfinished projects, pick one. 90 days from now, let's get that thing finished. We're not going to pick 50 projects. We're going to pick one project. The next time you empty the dishwasher, empty the whole dishwasher, right? I know that sounds silly, but I used to only empty half the dishwasher because I'd pull the I'm short card. Like I can't put the things actually in the top of the cabinet. So yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. Well, then those things just get washed over and over and over and over again. You ever done that, right? You don't finish the laundry. You leave the laundry in too long and then you're like, oh, jeez, I got to rewash that load. Okay. So all these little tells that we see in our life, we got to learn to have joy with. We're like, oh, that's a tell. That's a tell in my life. So that tells me I, I got to value the finish. All right. So that's, that's for somebody. Hopefully that encourages somebody, right? You're not alone. I, I've done that a lot. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to value the finish. We're going to look for little things to tackle. We're not going to tackle fixing the entire political system in the next 90 days. We're going to pray about it. And if we if we're assigned to that realm, then we are going to step into that realm. But if we're not assigned to that realm, we're going to be faithful stewards. Right. We're going to make sure that we're voting, that we're registered to vote. We're going to do all the things that faithful stewards are called to do. Right. But we're going to learn to finish in the small things first. The second thing, we're going to keep our eyes on Jesus. Jesus, what are you saying? And what are you doing as me right now? Right? Look, guys, we know Jesus fully stepped into his role. He left nothing undone. He paid his taxes. He proverbially voted, right? He did the things that he was supposed to do. And I want to encourage you to do the same. So for the next 90 days, Uh, In my Kingdom Mastermind group, we call this a SMART goal. We take the world's version of a SMART goal and we kind of flip it upside down. We do it a little bit differently. But it's really designed to get us to a place where we stay non-leaky, right? We finish what we start because that really is the place of power. And here's the thing. In order to finish stuff, we actually have to walk through being offended, I mean, here's the truth. Like, all right, where are my short people? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm going to be super tall in heaven, uh, but I am, I am five, four on a good day. Okay. So as a five foot four inch tall woman, those upper shelves in my kitchen are a little inaccessible to me. So I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so offended at upper cabinets. Like who invented upper cabinets to begin with? right? <laughs> they do nothing for me. My husband is 6'3", six, 6'4", six, you know, he puts things up super high. And I know it sounds silly, guys, but but we have to start looking at some of these things in our life and realizing that God is talking to us all the time from a place of joy. So it's like, yeah, stop being offended. Just empty the dishwasher. 
finish. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you start to finish one thing and then all of a sudden you got this habit of finishing other stuff. It's like, oh, it becomes easy. So just like Jesus finished, we're going to finish. We're going to learn to finish. We're going to learn to finish with a sense of humor. Okay. We're going to learn to finish with some joy. We're going to learn to do it from a place of peace, from a place of expectation, of anticipation, of hopeful outcome. All right. The second thing we're going to do, we're going to keep our eyes on Jesus. What are you saying and doing as me, right? When Jesus was here, he could have been easily distracted by everything else that was going on in the world that he made, but he wasn't. He was like, this is my lane. I'm going to focus. I'm only going to say what God is saying. I'm only going to do what God is doing. So here's my question for you. As we round out this first podcast, spend some time in prayer. Ask the Lord. Well, first say, say thank you to the Lord for humor and joy. Guys, humor keeps us sane. My mom used to tell me when I was younger, you know, I was so serious on so many things. And uh, she used to say, Anne, you can either laugh or go crazy. I think you should choose to laugh. So let's choose laughter. It doesn't mean that we don't understand the gravity of what God has called us to, but we have to be able to remain in joy. Scripture tells us that he who sits in the heavens laughs. Okay. So God is a joyful God. One third of the kingdom. I heard somebody say this once, the one third of the kingdom of heaven is joy, that the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So let's get a hold of that. So, all right. So how are we going to wrap this up? So We're going to give God permission. We're going to give God permission to make us into finishing builders. All right. Kingdom woman, you have a call on your life. I am 55 years old and I am hopeful about what we're building for the future. So even if you are stuck under a pile of laundry, you are recently divorced, you're like struggling financially. I don't care. God has his eye and his heart on you. He believes in you. And one of the things we talk about all the time is having people who believe in us more than we believe in ourselves. And I'm doing this podcast because I believe that God wants to get a word of hope and belief into your heart, into your home, that you have something the world needs. You have a sound, you have a business, you have a building, you have a product, you have an influence, you have something that God is so excited to bring to the earth through you. So let's get a hold of some of these things that help us build and to build well so that when stuff shakes, the things that God builds through us don't. So what are we going to do? We're going to learn to value the finish. We're going to say what God is saying as us. We're going to do what God is doing as us. And we're going to choose joy in the process. All right, so we're going to close out with this thing that that uh, my pastor says every day, and I've learned to say it. Even as I, you know, when I started saying this, I would roll my eyes. But here's the thing. The rest of my life is the best of my life. The rest of your life is the best of your life. And everything we touch turns to gold. If you are thinking about building out those God ideas, I have a time compression worksheet you can download from today's podcast. Check out the show notes at www.kingdommastermind.net for your free download. We are so honored you have chosen to join us. In the next episode, we're going to cover where to start when you get a good or God idea. What are the first things you should do so you don't spend the next five months or five years spinning your wheels? Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes again at www.kingdommastermind.net 
And I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Kingdom Mastermind podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. All right. So until next time, Kingdom Masterminders, this is Anne McDonald. Choose joy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you'd like more material and have a desire to stay connected, please reach out to Anne at www.kingdommastermind.net.